the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. That's Audrey. <laughs> then we got Ed, and this segment is brought to you by Imperial Valley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram out there in lovely El Centro. Parts department stays open on Saturday and Sunday for all those little tiny mishaps out in the sand. Or if you want to buy a vehicle, they don't mark them up. I don't care if it's a Jeep, Chrysler, Dodge, Ram. Makes no difference whatsoever. They'll treat you like family. Go to IVCDJR.com, IVCDJR.com. Or you can just call them at 888-900-2804. Tell them thanks for sponsoring Racer or Dirt Radio. Alpha Site Logistics, if you're going to get ready to do an event, uh, then that is definitely the place you need to be. Uh, serving Imperial Valley for over 20 years, they offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, shade trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Give them a call at 760-362-8383 or just go to Facebook at Alpha Site Logistics. Mm-hmm. TDS going on. It's a little chilly out there, I would assume. Yeah, they should be on Facebook Live right now well, doing right. their oh, they're giving so they away. Should be, I know my phone's down in the Jeep. I forgot it. I, would, I wanted to have the Facebook Live up right now. Oh, and on see my what they're phone. doing? Yeah, to see what they're doing. But they are on Facebook Live, Tierra del Sol 4x4 Club. So you had to be on site yesterday to buy the raffle tickets. So they were selling raffle tickets Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Um, and they were they were open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But by Saturday, by 12 o'clock, they were sold out because they only did a limited amount of raffle tickets. Uh, 2,500 tickets. Yes. So they limited it. So people would have a better chance and create yep. a little bit of excitement for the raffle. Yeah, yeah. Which they did. Oh, yeah. people came by, how do I buy raffle tickets? Yeah, it was awesome. There was so many people yesterday. One thing that I love about TDS weekend um, is no matter what, uh, you know, even with the difficulties that they faced this year and not being able to have a route out there for, um, you know, people to go out and do, you know, you still have the open desert to adventure through beautiful areas. And if you didn't know an area, Tierra del Sol was sending people to our booth and we had Ocotillo Wells maps. And I would, I would give you a good 
area to go explore and see. Um, and so I was sending people to different locations to get out and adventure and see. And then I, you know, and letting them know this, this route would take, you know, about two hours to do to get to this destination. And then you got about, you know, an hour and a half back. So that's a good three to four hour, you know, mm-hmm. trip that you're going to be on. So that was really awesome. It was fun. I loved all the dogs. Oh Off-roaders have dogs, and every dog was nice, and they come by and visit. And Audrey put water out for, for them, so they came to get a drink. Oh, yes, because I love to see all the different dogs and say hi. I was impressed with how many uh, advocate and uh, agency booths there were, you know, in our row. Yeah. There was the Bureau of Land Management. Yep. There, Clean Desert was out there. Yeah. Um, state Parks. So, so the off-highway vehicle division of state parks sent some people down. Yeah. Right? So Akatia Wells is a state park. And uh, Don, and I forget the other guy's name, were there. Don was the guy who was the MC of the um, UTV Safety Summit that Audrey and I attended last summer. Yes. So he's the guy that's sort of spearheading the work on trying to figure out how to solve the problem of the side-by-side accidents and other problems they have with the noise and the the trespass and all that so it was it was fun to talk to him and there's going to be another one of those summits uh i think he said july 26 some mm-hmm. somewhere around there i i don't know if you're going to go audrey I, I hope you go i'd like to go again yeah i'm definitely and, and try interested to, in following try to make some sense of these side by sides and how we can make them safer for everybody yeah. Um, and we, I talked to Don a little bit about the safety aspect, and he has looked at the other states. Like I mentioned that I, I passed the Utah safety uh, test a couple weeks ago. I took the test online, and they said they looked at that, and they looked at some other ones, and they're sort of scratching their heads trying to figure out what they want to do to make side-by-sides safer. I mean, I like, I really like the idea that Utah put forth and it seems like that they came out with first for having everybody um, take the online test and pass the test, answer the questions, because answering those questions gives you basic knowledge. Even if it means that right then and there, you have to actually stop what you're doing, look it up, look up a YouTube video, something like that. Or you're even giving if it's your, easy. You're educating yourself to that point, you know, like yeah. that's it, what it's all about. Because sometimes, like, like the the test was easy. It wasn't difficult. They all the answers were right in the text right before. But you're reviewing this information and you're right. being exposed to it, right? Where maybe you didn't get exposed to it before. Yeah. So I thought it was super helpful. Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed seeing everybody at Tierra del Sol yesterday as well. Did so you, you also missed Tread Lightly, okay. Cal Brandon 4 was Real. There. Yep. Uh-huh. Cal 4, yeah. Cafe Real, Josh and Don were there. They actually invited us to join them at High Desert Roundup, which is Memorial Weekend out in Barstow at Slash X. They do a couple of different trails. They have adult events. Um, you know, it's right I, towards I the end go of to the season. What else are we yeah. doing? Yeah. Um, um, I don't think we have anything going for Memorial Shoot. Weekend. We have uh, a radio show right dead center of the three-day weekend. Yes. <laughs> which yes. is a challenge. So maybe one should come here and one should go there. Yeah. And we can discuss because I would do either. Yeah. And the other, I think you can, I think your phone works from there. One of us mm-hmm. could call in. Because mm-hmm. that's a neat place. I don't know if people know what we're talking about. Slash X. It's a uh, a restaurant 
Bar and Grill. Bar and Grill, and mm-hmm. people camp there. And it's about halfway between uh, the town of Lucerne and Barstow. And it's a little, just not too many miles from Johnson Valley. And it's, Isn't it right at Hungry? No, not Hungry Valley. What's the one that it's right there at? Uh, oh, uh, Stoddard. Stoddard Wells. There is you it, go. Or yeah. Spangler. I get no, those Spangler two. Hills. Spangler. It's Spangler Hills. Is it right on the so, edge yeah, of Spangler? Yeah, Stoddard Wells is the other one. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's right yeah, on I the think, edge of Spangler Oh, it is on Hills. Spangler. Okay. Yeah. So like, you can leave right from there into the desert and go off-roading. And, and if you call ahead, they'll have a nice steak for you for dinner. Which I, I think is kind of funny. You have to kind of reserve it. They don't take it out. Of, I guess they take it out of the freezer or however they get it. They they get it there because you can get a really nice, expensive steak there if you want. It's really good. Have you done that? Oh yeah, I a didn't get it, times. but I'd yeah. like to. Um, it's a fun place. So, any other advocate? That's uh, well, you along had the tread road. Lightly, so which, I tread lightly. Yeah, uh, and next we weekend can. I'm working with Brandon um, and I believe Emily Miller, the Bureau of Land Management, Total Chaos. Um, Nicole's going to come down, um, and I think they're going to have some Rivian speakers. But Tread Lightly is sponsoring um, an educational thing for young girls next weekend. Um, oh, no wonder I didn't know about it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't invited. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, so next weekend I'll be out with Tread Lightly and the Bureau of Land Management on Saturday to work with the Girl Scouts and the STEM um, class. So that's a science, technology, engineering, mathematics. So the girls uh-huh. will be in those classes, and then um, we're taking them. So they've never been out to the desert, never been out exploring before. Is that going to be out off near Highway 8 in the U-Haw? Um, yeah, it's going to be right at the base in Ocotillo. Um, so you'll start off there. Hawker Road, yeah, and then nice. and then we're going to end at Dunaway. So it's not going to be too far. It's not going to be too much. It's, oh yeah, that's neat. Yeah, that's neat. it'll be a good. It, it's a nice four hour day with the girls to teach some girls about off roading that have never been out. Get them to experience it. So it'll be a lot of fun. Um, and then after Tread Lightly was Bureau of Land Management. My, so two of my favorite that was EMTs. El, Cent- El Centro BLM. Yeah, the Dunes guys were out. Because so. I saw a guy from the BLM who was from the Palm Springs office, but he came down with his motorcycle to do uh, law enforcement. Oh, yes. Because they have yes. law enforcement issues on TDS weekend. Yes, they do. Uh, and that, well, the funny thing or the odd thing about that weekend is that a lot of people come to the desert that weekend and kind of run amok. For, I don't know, they, there's a little bit of going crazy and thinking it's mm-hmm. like a no rules weekend. And so state parks has the difficult task of patrolling and trying to keep law and order and and public safety out there with all these people out there. So they bring in people to help from other agencies. I don't think that's just because it's TDS weekend. I kind of think it's like just, I don't know. I I do think it is. I've been going out there that area a long time and. Other weekends, there'll be like one-tenth the number of people out there. Yeah. But there's some weird thing that happened because it's TDS weekend, even though most people don't even realize that it's a Jeep club that puts on a fun event. They just think, oh, it's TDS. Let's go out there and go nuts. And if you go into Truck Haven, like kind of more on the east side where they call it the notches, where where there's like a, a deep ravine and little side ravines. Um. People are, are trying to go up and down, go nuts in there. Well, we so. got to take a quick break. We'll come right back after this. Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. 
All right, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. S D O R C Dirt Radio. <laughs> you have oh, messed yeah. it up Wait, every single no. time. You called it Racer Race Radio. Radio, the first time. Dirt Radio. Dirt Radio. San Let's Diego a... Off Road Coalition Dirt Radio. Thank you. FM ninety six one eight eleven seventy. The answer. I should start doing the answer. You should. You I should know, let me I do S D O R C Dirt Radio. Hey, yeah, the minute I walk out the door, you start shaking in your boots. We handled it. We didn't even know you left. Reason you're so good at what you guys do. We didn't know you left. Fire and ice heating it. You, you're a different story. (laughs) Fire and ice heating it. If we both left right now, you think he could make it to the hour? Top of the hour. I think he could. I think he'd do okay. I've improved. I used to be so quiet. I get nervous. I just talk so fast. I get through everything in 15 minutes instead of. I know. You got to take a breath. Yeah. And then you got the announcers that are are the you know hosts that talk and then put a large dead gap of nothingness i hate that <laughs> hey fire and ice heating in there i know it's chilly out so if your heater's not working let them come out and take a look at it and then when your ac's not working well they'll come out and take a look at that too they'll even look at competitive bids they won't throw them under the bus they'll just say you know i could outdo this and then if they can snack them up they are a great family-owned operation 1-800-400-FIRE 1-800-400 Three four seven three, or just go to fireandicehvac.com. And Wayne Miller Tire used to sell just nothing but tires and went out and did flat repairs and what have you. Well, he's decided to extend that, and now he'll take care of your whole vehicle. You don't have to call more than one place, and that's Wayne Miller Tire, number 619-596-2800. All right, so we had... We had uh, TDS looks like it was it was successful. Yes, it was a great event. The auction's going on. The auction was a little light, or the raffle was a little light this year Uh, compared um, to years. Well, you know what's funny? It's they had an awful lot of stuff. In other years, they've had even more stuff. Well, this year was unprecedented. This year was fifty thousand. This year was fifty thousand dollars worth of gear. Yeah, but you look at twenty nineteen when it was one hundred and twenty thousand worth of gear. Exactly. Down. But it's understandable. I mean, everything is, it's all going to take, it's just all going to take time. Exactly. Well, exactly. Well, the regulation that comes down on them for this weekend, like Ed was talking about, the draw that comes out, they've been doing this for 60 years on the first weekend in March. So whether or not TDS actually has anything going on or not, people are going to go out there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people consider it their last trip of the season. And so I think that's where the chaos comes from that, that you that you're talking about, Ed. Because for the most part, a lot of people this is their last desert trip really? of the season. Oh, Why yeah. is that? Yeah. Well, you budget. People have families. They have a but. You have certain trips that you do throughout oh, the year. I see what you're you got Halloween. You got Thanksgiving. You got Christmas or New Year's. It's either one or the other. You don't usually you don't have right. those that can usually afford to go for the entire week or or go for both. You know, and drive home and drive back. Gotcha. And then you got then you got President's weekend. And then you got TDS weekend, mm-hmm. and that's usually it. Some people go out for Easter, and but a lot of people spend Easter at home because those are those once a year churchgoers that go to to church on Easter weekend, you know. And so this is the last weekend that a lot of people end up going to the desert. The season ends just after this. It's weird to me because I'll go out, you know. We all go every the way. weekend, yeah. So Even if, if the weather's hot, good, go. we're good. Yeah, we're going. And, and speaking of the weather. Every safari I've ever been to, the wind has come up. It's something about the first weekend in March. 
the wind blows. And it was y- so yesterday morning, beautiful yesterday It was morning. nice in the morning. We had such a it was perfect warm, day sunny, up until... Light breeze. Two, two o'clock? Two to three. You guys just dancing on one another here? <laughs> We're working it. I know. Well, you know, and it's rare that that, that, that happens because you're right. It, it does get a little breezy out there. Well, yeah. it, that's not the end of the world. No. It went from breeze to sand blowing. Yeah. And at that point, the easy ups had to come down, and people—it's it, just upsetting to it be went, in that kind of wind. It went to a consistent seventeen to twenty-two miles an hour, and it, we are we, going to take uh, the everybody paint off your buggy. They, well, they were going to TDS. The building stays open until eight o'clock, and they were going to allow everybody to stay there and stay open until eight o'clock. They'd fit or get out lights and such, but. The wind was so bad that we. That wasn't I broke, this year, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah yesterday, yesterday, yeah. Oh. Every safari so I've been down to. And at, at four o'clock yesterday, so and enough I was, is enough. I couldn't do no more. Yeah, there's just no way. Um, but it was a good, successful event for us. We saw, talked to a lot of people, um, uh, a lot, uh, thousands, a lot of, of newbies. A lot of newbies. I talked to at least 50 people who had never been to Ocotillo Wells before um, wow. and, and had not been out there. I talked How'd to at least hear about 10 it? people who have never been off-roading before. How'd they hear about um, it? Did you, did, you, did you ask that question? All different ways, yeah, all different ways. Most of it is is online social media. Most of it is Facebook and on Instagram um, that people have heard about it. So, but I was really surprised. I, you know, had to. I, I was explaining uh, to a couple yesterday how to even put their view, their Jeep into four wheel drive because they only dropped bought their Jeep a month ago and they've never been off roading. This is their first off roading event whatsoever. And so I spent a good half hour, you know, breaking everything down for them. And I opened up the map and I sent them on a really super easy route that you know. If they wouldn't even have to put it into four wheel drive. They could just get out and explore and see some beautiful slot canyons, lots of flowers, make it over to Pumpkin Patch, and then make it back in a nice two and a half hour loop. And they were just so ecstatic. Did you get a chance to talk to him after they went out and came back? She was supposed to call me, but my oh. phone my phone was dead off because I couldn't. So right. um, hopefully today I get a hold of them. And, and hopefully on Tuesday they come to the SDORC meeting and um, become members and, and everything. So That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. I sold two. Well, I renewed my California Wheel membership. And then I sold a California Wheel membership for California Wheel. So that was great. Um <laughs> Yeah, but just supporting each of the different clubs that were there, making sure that that you know we are all helping out each other, making sure that you're if you're a me- you, at least a member of one of the organizations that's there to keep the deserts and trails open, um, and educating yourself in regards to the deserts and where you are, what you're experiencing. Because she's like, well, I just don't even know. I all these vehicles have whips on them. Do I have to have a whip on me to go out? And I was like, well, technically, no, you don't have to at this point, but it's a safety factor and you really do need and want a whip on. Um, so she actually went inside to Sand Style right there, Tierra del Sol, Sand Style, bought the whip mount, bought the whip and went out and um, we my, our, my friend, I grabbed a friend and went over. We showed him how to put it onto their Jeep and where to attach it to and how to get it all hooked up so that... When she felt safe when she went out and went on their little adventure. It was great. That's what it's all about is getting those people, letting them know, making them aware. Knowledge is power. Sharing with them so that they know what to do when they're out on the trail and they have that experience, you know? So Some poor guy came to our site and he wanted to know where a certain trail was. 
Turns out it's side by side. It's uh, turned over over there, and he doesn't know how to find it. Yeah, and I <laughs> it's was off like, some other trail. It's off the the Tierra del Sol trail. Oh. It's yeah. way out there. And he's like, I don't know how to find it. It's over there. I didn't know how to turn it over. It's like, oh my god. Well. Yeah, and then he said he had been out all day. He comes to us right when we were breaking down at four o'clock and getting ready to leave and go, and he's like. I'm so stressed out. He's like, I've been looking all day. And I'm like, and you're just now coming to us? I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you should have come to me after the first two times you looked and couldn't find it. You should have come back and asked. I was like, I'm pretty positive. You go all the way down Tectonic Gorge. You turn down Tierra del Sol. Right when you turn down Tierra del Sol, I think it's the third or fourth shoot off (laughs) down. It's called Broken Spade. So it's an upside down shovel and it has a little sign called Broken Spade on it. And and it's a higher up one. So you can't really see it unless you look up at the actual crevice that you're going to go through but you get through this little crevice and that it's a pretty easy little spot the top has a little thing that if you turn one way which is what he did he he went down and if you turn to the right you get into a very twisty crevice that's really gnarly it's one of my husband's favorite to go through um to fully flex out and everything but you go the other way it's a nice easy loop around but he didn't know that and he's seen it so he went to back up and as he went to back up he rolled his can-am down and then they it was at night so they, it was friday night that they did it so then they left it and they left it there all day you know and for the most part us off-roaders were you know we help each other out but <laughs> so then you, you also have that him? scandalous crowd no I... well um, shout out to, to Bo and to Josh Epstein for Cal Floor Wheel because I looked at Bo and I was like, well, that's off the TDS trail. More than likely, you know, 75% of the other shoot offs were built by TDS. And I was like, let's go talk to the king, Bo Nice, because he built half those trails. And, I, and so we, I, walk, I grab him, I walk him over to Bo, and I look at Bo, and Bo looks at me, and he goes, you didn't know? That's Josh's trail. And he points me over to Cal 4 Wheel, Josh Epstein. And then and I look over, and I was I go to Josh, and I tell Josh, and I was like, I'm pretty sure. And Josh is like, yeah, you're spot on. I was like, because you pop out of it, and the fire hydrant's right above it, right? And he's like, yeah, you pop out of the top, and the fire hydrant's right there. And I was like, yes, I knew exactly. I was spot on with my directions as to where I was telling him to go. So I was super excited about that. So they went and got it back. Yeah. Cal Four Wheel members. Josh called a couple Cal Four Wheel members. Um, three ones. I think they said Russell and um, another one went. And, yeah, they went and helped him all the way out. I, I went back to camp and we were at camp. We were had just finished eating dinner, I think, at like 8 o'clock at night, 8.30. And I seen them come towing. They were towing the Can-Am right oh, by so our camp. Broke. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It was messed up. Uh, there was, yeah. He rolled it down. Like he's lucky he didn't a hurt decent himself. hill. Oh, yes. He's very lucky he didn't hurt himself. Yeah. Well, we got to take a quick break. Yeah, we'll be you right know back. he didn't have arm restraints. No. He might have had a helmet. Yeah. He had his <laughs> helmet on. That's so, good. yeah. Arm restraints are so important when you're rolling. Yeah. And, we, and I asked him, and he said that he was okay. It just shook him up. He was really scared after that. So they ended up just leaving it. And then just he got in his buddies side by side, and they went back to camp, and they figured they'd go out first thing in the morning right. and, and take the truck out, go look for it, and get it. But then they couldn't find the trail. Um, so... And this just goes to tell you how important you need to go out with somebody that knows that place like the back of their hand so join a club this is s-d-o-r-c dirt radio fm 96.1 a.m. 1170 the answer 
All right, folks. Welcome back to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Segment's brought to you by PRMI Mortgage. Got to have somebody that knows mortgage. Otherwise, you could get in a serious hurt. But these guys know it all from headlight to tail, like Chris Wiley and his team. They can do anything and everything reverse mortgages, military home purchases, refinance, adjustable rate mortgages. You name it, Chris is the man. <clears throat> 619 722 1303. 619 722 1303. An SNS Offroad Magazine. Go to snsormag.com. Uh, Steve and Sherry have been doing this since the 80s, supporting the off road community. Anything and everything you need to know about the desert. You can find it online at ssormag.com. You can subscribe. You can sell stuff. You can buy stuff. You can have all kinds of fun. Check that website out. That's www.ssormag.com. All right, so TDS is in the books. Everybody that won, won. Yep, yep. Well, the raffle is still going on right now. Probably Probably go for another hour. We'll see. My my phone, well, I don't have my phone on me. I don't have my phone, so I can't check to see if I won or not. Hopefully, we'll see. I've got some (laughs) raffle tickets. Uh, You gave TDS money last weekend to buy it for you. my gifts. To um, David's supposed to get in contact with you. I don't know. What you what you said you wanted raffle tickets? I gave him a hundred bucks. And you wanted shirts, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See if he I didn't handle up. that for Let's you. See if he, well, you are now on it. I'm on it. You oh, I'll, on I'll, it. I will call David and make sure that you are so included in So that. now you kind of alluded to an interesting comment that TDS is kind of the last event, you know, before the season's over. As far as for like regular like events, charity, you know, our, charity our, poker, you okay, know, whatever. Right. But I yes. mean, you know, the desert's open until when? Right, well, there's basically. not. Uh, there is one more before, but, but again, it's a high desert roundup and it's Memorial Day, okay. so that's that's Cal Four Wheels event and that's in Barstow. Um, so it's not. So in between kind, cleanups. You know. Um, well, we have April 1st, which is going to be Incopaw uh, Smuggler's Gulch. So, Acumba, um, the base of the grade off the 8 freeway. Um, I guess it's not the base. It's halfway down. Um, Mountain Springs yeah, exit. Mountain Springs Road exit. So, when you hit all the rocky area um, through there, Acumba, Incopaw, halfway down. So, that's April 1st. We'll be out there. Most of that's trigger trash. When we did it in October 15th we did a 40 yard roll off dumpster down there um and they filled i i wasn't i couldn't attend that one but they filled a 40 yard roll off dumpster with trigger trash um so explain to the people what is trigger trash um so trigger trash is what i i refer to that's what shooters bring out so anybody who likes to go out and go target shooting that doesn't know how to be respectful and lay down a tarp and take their trash back with them um they leave anything from their shells, and their spent rounds on the ground, to taking out uh, computers, stereos, refrigerators, yeah. yeah, your washer, Cars. your dryer, um, your side table, your couch, you know, and they shoot everything and then they just leave it there. Um, so it's a big issue that we have in that particular uh, location, mm. I guess. Um, and so we're going to head out there and we'll clean that up. Um, I think they're going to plan a Valley of the Moon trail ride after we do the cleanup. So the cleanup will be like 8 to 12 and then, you know, 1 to 4 
one to six, depending on, you never know if anybody's going to snap or break something, um, <laughs> how long that trail ride could be. But anybody and everybody are welcome to that. That's April 1st. Um, our next event, aside from that, would be May 6th. We've got Corral Canyon Trail Maintenance Days that we are planning with um, uh, San Diego Four Wheelers and Tierra Del Sol and uh, San Diego Off-Road Coalition, SURC. We're going to team back up with uh, Forest Service on May 6th and do trail maintenance days out there. The last one we did on December 10th was mainly the rice bales. So the majority of our volunteers helped um, installing the new rice bales around the kids' training track at Corral Canyon. So this time we're going to actually try and focus on the trails. And really, you know, because a lot of the trails are in decent shape, I think because from the activity and, and the use of this winter from them, but we've had so much rain going through. But that's going to be a fun day. Come on out, enjoy a trail. And if a manzanita branch just happens to be too close over the trail, stick your lopper out there and cut it on back while you're having a good time wheeling for the day. Like, you know, that one make it back to us by one o'clock and we'll feed you, you You know? So (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Sounds like, sounds like a, sounds like a good time had by all. Yeah. Yeah. Dirt design has been amazing. They stepped up and sponsored us. Um, they're, they're sponsoring the Bureau of land management, um, with the young girls reach outreach program for Mm. next weekend. They're sponsoring, um, April 1st and May 6th cleanups for us. Um, so they've been a huge supporter. Um, that's Dirt Design USA. It's a merchandise clothing company. So, um, you know, you just want to brand yourself that you go out and enjoy the dirt. By all means, they've got some pretty awesome designs for their clothes. A lot of American flag designs and such, but definitely hit up Dirt Design. And They're a local company? They're a local company, yeah, out of San Diego. Why don't we, in the next month or two... I've been trying to get Adam or... No, just get him to come to KUSI with all their merch and bring a couple Jeeps. You know, yeah, just as backdrop and yeah, yeah, they've got an awesome truck. A you would love business. their truck that, and then and then the kids they have two twins, a boy and a girl that are sec- seventeen right now. They're juniors, I think. They're sixteen or seventeen right now. That they both ride dirt bikes and are cool. awesome. His son's an awesome driver. Yeah, they're pretty. It's a pretty awesome. They're a pretty cool family. And I, you know, you know, we always like to help uh, local. Yeah, Danielle and Adam Harmon when they're two kids. Well, three. They have four kids three kids um Ed, ed smile we want to get you one of those to wear oh a race suit no the, yeah. the two girls on either side the race suit yeah that's audrey's uh, race suit yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh the vegas girls oh the yeah headrest with the big feathers oh yeah i'll take a show girl on my arms there you go so you watch in NASCAR, he's all yeah, no, yeah. you're digressing. I you're totally, I you're totally sidetracked right now. So oh, you, you girl, got some political stuff, or what do you got? You know, after uh, Desert Safari, I stopped in Brago Springs and I went to the Peg Leg Smith uh, Line Contest at the American Legion uh, facility. So they have that every year. Pegleg Smith lived in the 1800s, and he was known as a scoundrel, a horse thief, a drunk, a guide, and an incredible storyteller. He's pretty famous. And they have a contest where people tell lies, stories, and see who tells the best story. And the winner gets an old bowling trophy. So I, I, I've been there before. It's really fun. So I stop by, and they have um, inside there, they're making dinner, like 
beans and meat and coleslaw for 12 bucks. So I, I go get a plate of food and I sit down at a table. I'm chatting with the lady and a guy comes and sits down by me and we chat a little bit and he looks at my hat. I have a SDORC hat and he goes, are you with that organization? Cause I was just contacting them. So do you remember when we talked about the guy who was looking for the, the lost ship in the desert? Yeah. And right. we put a, we made a mass email asking people to have four. So that was Steve Baldwin. So this guy goes, oh, I'm Steve Baldwin. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Out of the whole world. I've never met him before. Pays to wear Of course. <laughs> well, he's trying to make a film about it. It's, you know, of course he's at the, the storytelling gig that happens every year. And... Uh, Last and, night. and so we also helped them a year or two ago when yeah, they were a looking years ago. for. Just they, they were, were looking, looking for, for stories. Just does anyone know about the lost ship in the desert? Yeah, so he'd be a fun. Have you guest. heard of the story? He might be a fun guest. So oh, I have his information. Did your grandpa ever tell you a tall tale about the ship in the so, desert? Right. So we we yes. chatted for a while, and then I went and, silver. went and sat down, and people started telling stories. And a guy goes up and he he tells a story, and his name is Chris Wiley. Huh. Was well, it Chris? Our Chris so, Wiley. So he goes and sits down, and, and in between some stories, I walk over. Excuse me, you're Chris Wiley. Do you do mortgages by chance? He goes, Yeah, yeah, that's me. I go, I'm Ed Stoven. You advertise on my radio show. We shake hands. <laughs> I've never met him before. Yeah, he's a writer. He's, tall, skinny he's guy. Been, We've met him a few times. He's been to our meetings. Yeah, and real such. tall. Real yeah, real tall, skinny guy. So what? I don't what do you remember mean him. Oh my gosh, Ed, I got a story. Did he tell a story? Yeah, he went up and told a story. Yeah, he's he's he would be a good story. He's a funny he was, guy. He's he a, a really funny guy. Yeah. Sense of humor, very dry. Oh God, I but, love it. But he's it's so good. great, though. Oh man. Yeah. So he invited me over to his camper. They're camping there, and they have a bunch of friends. And we it was, that was really fun. <laughs> I I actually way. went up and told a story. <laughs> oh, you? Did? I was not <laughs> expecting to. And they're like, "Come on, everybody wants to." And, and some people went up and they're like, they told their story, and I, I thought, you know, I can do better than that. <laughs> Even I can do better. Is this than a karaoke that. moment? I know, Except right? Not, kind of. Just not singing. <laughs> kind of. See, now yeah. we got to know what the story was that you told. You want to hear the story? We do want to hear the story. Is it clean? It's okay. Yeah, right. yeah, it's okay. So uh, the guy next to me was dressed as a preacher, and he had his Bible, and he he had an interesting story. So. They get to the end. I go, Does anybody else want to tell? Okay, I'll tell. So I, I, I grab the guy's Bible and I go up and I, I say, my family has been telling me for years that I, we're descendants of Pegleg Smith, of the, 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 the guy. And w- when we have family outings, family events, we'd get together and, oh, yeah, by the way, you're descended from a scoundrel, this guy, Pegleg Smith. He was a guy that did a lot of stuff. Some of it was not very good. A horse thief, that's a hanging offense. So they were telling me this. So I realized, okay, I'm, this is part of my uh, heritage. So one day my grandfather says, Eddie, will you come to my house? I, I need to give you something. So I go to the house and, and he has the family Bible. And it's a really old Bible. It's been from generations and he wants to hand it down to me. Okay. So he... Uh, tells me the story and he gives me the Bible and I, I take it and I'm okay. This is, you know, I'm not really religious, but I, I take the Bible and I start looking through it and I see, uh, inside there's a cocktail napkin and huh. Okay. And I look at it and there's, there's no, there's writing on it, but there's no words on it and it's just like scratches and I'm okay. 
So by the way, I'm an old dirt bike rider, and I've been riding in the Borrego Valley all my life, and I, I know this area really well. So I'm looking at the, the picture, and I'm like, you know, this kind of looks like this could be a map of the region. Like like this here, this could be Fonts Point, and here's Arroyo Salada. So I'm looking at it, and I'm recognizing, and oh, right there, that looks like a little X. Huh. So I get my dirt bike, and I ride out to the spot. Right, It's a whole journey, but I make it out to the spot, and I park my bike, and I start looking around, and I see a black rock on the ground, and I, I pick it up, and God, it's pretty heavy. Huh. So I, I go home, and I get my truck, and I get some gear, and I get a metal detector, and I go back, and I, I start looking around, and like lo and behold, there's gold there. And well, I wanted to tell everybody that I am a product of decades of hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> All right, let's break. take a quick break. <laughs> you are listening to SDRC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to <laughs> SDRC It's written Dirt right Radio. Dirt Radio. Dirt Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Well, it just goes to show you what the rest of the day is going to be like. I know. What this did you not have brought, your coffee? I did. The Wise Ox Butcher Shop and Pantry. Ooh. If you haven't been, you need to go, especially if you got a big event coming up. So you're cooking for the family, birthday, anniversary, holidays. They've got the finest meats on the planet. Uh, check them out. They're right there at 2855 El Cajon Boulevard. Or just Google the Wise Ox Butcher Shop. And if you stop by... Thank them for sponsoring our show. So, is our government on vacation or anything right now? Or are they? No, they're like the state is just getting back to work. Okay, they're, so they are just getting back. Okay. They're they're about to have uh, what's called committee meetings. Mm-hmm. So every bill in the legislature gets assigned one or more committees, right? So let's say it's an education bill. It has to do with something funding a school or something. So they there's an education committee, right? right and there's gotcha. and they'll go. The bill will get referred to that committee. The committee will meet, and those people are supposedly experts on education, and they will evaluate the bill and they will decide if it moves forward or if it doesn't or if it needs amendments. Right. So a committee can change a bill. They can say, "Well, this is good, but it's too much money. We need to cut the money down," mm-hmm. or it's affecting these people. So they can. So, so committees and, and what's important for us as activists is when our bills, bills that we oppose or we support, get to a committee, we need to send the committee staff a letter telling them how we feel about it uh, a few days before the meeting so that the committee staff can send our letter to the committee members. So, so that's going on. And th- there's a couple of bills we care about. Um, let's see. What time is it? It's almost over. Oh, you got 10 minutes. So the uh, there's SB 708, the red sticker bill. The racing motorcycles are no longer able to get any kind of registration. And Brian Jones, the state senator, has tried. This is his fourth time he's tried legislatively to make it so that the owners of these vehicles, of new racing motorcycles, can get some kind of registration form. 
Last year, it made it all the way through the, re- the legislature, and Governor Newsom vetoed it. And his, the reason why he vetoed it is because it was going to be prohibitively expensive to make the program. So it's easy to point the finger at Newsom and say he's the bad guy, but really the bad guy is the Department of Motor Vehicles. Because what should be one or $200,000 program modification, they quoted as $20 million. And so he's looking out for our money. But see, I would like you – know, see, now, you know, here's where I will blame Newsom. I would then go back to DMV and say, fine, tell me. Tell me where you're going to spend that you kind of money. You need to justify exactly. this amount and, of money. Exactly. And you because can't tell the, DMV the existing is, program can't be modified slightly to absorb the new. Okay, like, I will I, say this no, again. I agree. It's the DMV is under – the DMV is under the governor and it's under okay. the legislature. So, Ed, you work at DMV. You go in God, and no. what you do Don't is, you, do is you process registrations. Okay? Mm-hmm. They come into your desk. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Thank you. You average about 100 a day processing them. Who cares if there's a racing motorcycle slid in there somewhere? I mean, what difference does it make? If you're only going to do 100 a day... Who cares what the content is of that hundred well, a day? The the problem is the the software needs to be changed. Okay, that, like I'm the not whole a, DMV. So it's no, not, no. they're upgrading all of the DMV software. They're changing or it's, they're starting a new program with a new supplier tells, okay, instead of like whatever. A, that's so, a it's a five year project that they're they're claiming to change all their software. It's a big deal. You look at their right. book; it's but, an enormous book. I, don't, I just I'm don't sorry. even understand okay. how and that they can't really. incorporate, or, or why did said. they not leave? Uh, so, so in this new program, you have no room for growth. Just, well, they just left it out. Apparently, they didn't even consider, even though it's something that's existing and it's supposed to be accounted and for I'm and sure included in. in but past. apparently, they just left. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They can't just modify what is currently existing to accept the new. What about refresh? Like, I don't understand. They could, and I kind of feel like some of the and people that oppose off-roading got to the people of the DMV, right. and they told them, "Look, this is your opportunity to do something back to you us." Know, so, Cancel these guys. Tell them you don't so Brian to. Jones' bill is interesting because it's going to make a racing sticker for vehicles, but it's not going to go through the Department of Motor Vehicles. It's going to be distributed from California State Parks Off-Highway Vehicle Division. Now, they already have a program that does that. They do that for out-of-state vehicles. Yeah. So if you come to California from another state and you want to off off-road here, you need to get an out-of-state uh, uh, it's a $25 like registration yeah, it's like or sticker. 25 bucks or something. Yeah, it's 25 bucks. So they already have a, a program in place. So they're going to try to add the red sticker racing thing to that program. And it and will just pl- eliminate DMV altogether. Just cut the DMV out. And it, it has a very good chance of making it all the way through. So I wonder how of, much that's going to cost. So we have to pay. To, so they so said, it'll be, and it'll be a registration. It's going to be an annual, not a biannual. So red and green sticker is every other year you have yeah. to get it. This one, it says in there, it's going to be every year and it needs to be more than $20. So we don't know how much yet. And it, they may just kick it back to state parks and let them decide the price. So who cares? And $25? That's, I'll pay it. Tw- yeah. 50 yeah. bucks? I'll pay it. Yeah. If I get to ride my bike and register it. So what this does is it, so it only allows racing motorcycles to compete in races on public land. Right. 
That's all it does. Oh, so it, so it wouldn't. It's not so practice. on a regular weekend to, to go out there and nope. ride your bike on a regular weekend. Nope. So if I got uh, uh, um, two, if I got a okay five hundred, you were just looking at the five hundred. That was the one that you wanted, right? That Ooh, sold the your beta heart. Five hundred. That sold your heart. The beta five hundred, yeah. right? That's, no, that's considered a plated a, bike. No, let's oh, talk that's about the two fifty two stroke. Okay, okay. So let's go the two fifty two stroke then. The one that I the one that you want. That's the racing bike. The two fifty two stroke. That's a heart. So race you. Bike. That means that you. If I bought that right now, I. I could not take that out on public lands no. legally no. right now. Even with this new sticker, no. I couldn't take it legally. Only on. during the race. What is wrong with California? I don't understand they, this. They want you to get hurt. They don't want you to practice. Well, they don't I mean, want you, you to know, get I've hurt. always preached <clears throat> no. safety second. And so once, once this, <laughs> if, if this actually passes and people are out there with stickers, what will actually happen is... People will take them out to the desert and they'll yeah. go riding for fun. And if they get uh, have an interaction with law enforcement, the, some law enforcement may, may actually write a citation. Most law enforcement will say, okay, he's in the system somehow. So yeah. that's not worth writing a, a ticket for. Yeah. I strongly, just like Red but, Sticker has, um, so- has seasons. Yeah, well, Tierra del Sol, just just an example for state parks yesterday. It's Tierra del Sol. We're out there. We're camping, right? We're we camped down Holly Road. There's a cluster. I mean, I mean, it's kind of packed for the first mile down Holly, but we're a mile and a half in on Holly Road, where and there's like four camps in. You know, we've got. 20 yards between us it's not like the beginning of Holly. it's not on top of but yet still last night state parks came through they didn't come into our camp but they circled our camp and then they went to the next camp they circled the next camp and then they went to the next camp they circled the next camp and then they went to the next camp down and that camp down there had something going on because they turned their lights on and then they got out and then they went into that camp. So I can tell you exactly what they're doing. They're looking for probable cause. Yeah, they're looking for probable cause so to come into your camp so that they can go. And once they get on it, probable cause, they can go to every single rig in that group to see and have them check the registry. Down. Yeah, exactly. So they were going through last night and they were cruising through and seeing. They didn't come into our camp. You had but all street legal stuff, right? All I, Jeeps and things. We had dirt bikes in our oh, camp. Did? Yeah, we had three dirt bikes in our camp. Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I yeah. didn't go over there. No. I thought yeah. you guys were all Jeepers, but that's cool. Oh, yeah. So uh, Red Sticker Bill probably will fly through. SB 503, it's a bill with a couple of commas and a word changed, but it's in our part of the California Code of Regulations. Uh, What's 503? Uh, it's the spot bill. So oh. it doesn't do anything. Okay. Yeah. They, I called the office and they told me that it has to do with license plates. I don't, I'm not saying that I don't believe them, but I'm going to keep an eye on it because it's right in our neck of the woods and yeah. I'm afraid they'll make a, an amendment to it. Uh, AB 411 that's really close to the RTP part of, of the code of regulations. RTP is recreational trails program where they take federal gas tax and redistribute it back into communities and states in the form of grants. But right next to it is the active transportation program, which means like walking and bicycling stuff. And it moves money within the active transportation program. And the last, AB 1617, 
uh, def- redefines a side by side, removes the displacement uh, provision. Ah. All right, great news, folks. Join uh, SDORC dot org it's very inexpensive there's a meeting tuesday night at the ranch house if you want to get there about six thirty, seven, somewhere in that area yep meeting seven to eight get involved um, get involved get involved all right knowledge is power we're gonna have to hit the road but the san diego automotive museum radio shows up next right here on fm 96 am 1170 the answer thanks for joining us for san diego off-road coalition radio with dave stall the program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.